Okay, Be'ezus Hashem, part four, now crash course in Hilchus Pesach. We're holding a little bit now, I want to discuss the union of Kitnius and Gebroch. It's very interesting, two very, very Choshevim and Hogim in Klal Yisrael. Obviously one being more accepted than the other one, as we'll discuss. And as we mentioned again, we never make fun of any Minhogim that anyone has. So anyone that has certain meaning of Gebroch, for sure. We never make fun of anybody, even though we'll discuss where the origins are and where it comes from. But again, everyone keeps their own minhogin where they come from in their houses. So, we'll start with Kinyas, because that's obviously the most widespread meaning for Ashkenazim, at least. Svadim obviously are allowed, at least according to some sections within Svadim. Obviously, each Svadi has to ask their personal rov. But according to Ashkenazim, that's where it comes from. You have to understand that the Makar of this minig not to eat kidneys came well after the time of the Gemara. I mean, look at the Gemara in Besochem, Kufi Daladam and Beis. Rabbi took rice in front of Ravuna. So, I mean, you know, they obviously ate it over there. The Shali is exactly when did it start. Um, again, it's not mentioned in the Gemara, but it definitely came on the time of the Rishonim, right? Which is, you know, a time of the Maril, already 1427, around that time. You know, there were, and that's when it became accepted amongst Ashkenazim, and it's brought down in all the Poiskim, in the Darkimotion, the Levush, the Rabbah, the Prisha, the Vilnagon, Shulchanach, the Chayodom, Kitzah Shulchanach, the Rechashulchan, the Das Tod, the Marasham, all the Gedolim bring down the service of the Ashkenazim, even though there was an attempt in the 1800s, actually, by a group of actually respected Rabbonim to get rid of it, and to uh, get rid of the whole Indian of Kidneys for reasons that we'll discuss soon. But uh, all the Gadonim work, Chaluk and that, and Chas Vashanam, Ashkenazim, keep the Minig, and again, even many Svadim even have this Minig of not eating Kidneys. It's not an automatic, universal thing that Svadim do eat it, some do, some don't. But for sure, amongst Ashkenazim, there's absolutely no heter whatsoever. We do not eat Kidneys in any way, shape, or form. Obviously, for children, maybe we'll discuss that. That could be a different din. Now, we'll talk about what it includes, um, but let's just for a moment understand why. What's the reason why it is so? Um, so one of the reasons brought down is because some of the kidneys grows in fields close to where chomets is grown, and some of the chomets can be mistakenly mixed into kidneys, so people bought it in barrels and things spilled out. And the truth is you get that even nowadays, right? You can open up a packet of rice or, you know, anything similar to that, and you can find a piece of grain in there, a piece of wheat. You never know, and once you mix it with things, it could become chomets. So it's unlikely, but it does happen. Um, another thing as well is another reason for the Issa, for the Minhag, is that Kenya's often is ground into flour. I mean, I was once in Toronto for a chasna for Talmud, and they gave me rice bread. I, I've never seen these things in my life. Rice bread. They told me, look, rice bread looks like regular bread. It tasted almost like regular bread as well, but it's made totally from rice. So one of the reasons, again, for the meaning is that rice, that Kenya's is often ground into flour powder, and it's made into things like chomets, and people can get in confused. And we don't want this to happen. So for these two reasons, amongst other reasons as well, that was the reason Ashkenazim basically took upon this minag, and therefore we do not eat any type of kidneys in any regular way on Pesach itself. Okay, um, important to remember that the Issa over here is eating kidneys. Owning kidneys is fine, which means that anything that we're going to mention right now is included in kidneys. You're allowed to own it. You don't have to sell it. Some people do. They put it away with the kachomets that they sell because why not? Who knows what's mixed up in it? But the general halacha is you can keep it without any problem whatsoever. Owning it is fine. And again, as we'll discuss, the Mishabur himself in Toflon Gimel Zayn says that for a choyle you could be making them for sure for a child. Again, we'll discuss that. You know, very I get a lot of shyness about people that have children on various types of milk powders that have kidneys inside them. So again, 
And for a child, you know, who's drinking that sort of milk, then there's no reason to change in the chazanishal. Changing milk for a baby is dangerous because it can change in the stomach situations and all sorts of things. And therefore, you have to be careful before changing. Obviously, ask a doctor. But if if that's the case, that with child eating, there's no problem with feeding your child kidneys on Pesach, obviously being careful how to wash up the bottle and everything else, you don't want to wash up with everything else and get mixed up with other things but just to give you a few ideas of exactly, you know if, if just to, to translate the word kidneys, le- legumes, you know it's basically some kind of beans and corn products if you want to say it that way I guess you could call it that, so to give you some ideas of foods that fall under the category of kidneys um, and we'll go through it very quickly with some of the famous ones, some of the not famous ones, some of the machlekes ones as well, which maybe we'll mention. Beans, bean sprouts, uh, buckwheat, chickpeas, corn, that's maize, garlic, again, according to some poiskim, not everyone holds that way. Green beans, millet, mustard for mustard seeds, peas, peanuts, according to some. Potatoes, and that's an interesting one, because potatoes we know that we eat on Pesach, but it's interesting that potatoes theoretically should be included in kidneys. It's not Baruch Hashem. Can you imagine what would we eat? We'd go totally starving on Pesach if we wouldn't have potatoes. But theoretically, it could be potatoes. It's not the Maisa, but uh, it could theoretically fall under the category. Quinoa, subject to Machoikas, rapeseed, rice, sesame, soybeans, string beans, and sunflower seeds. So basically the rule is you shouldn't buy any type of kernels, seeds of legumes on Pesach, whether it's packaged or not. Obviously, finding out that the Kashrus organization gives it. Things that are for sure not considered to be kidneys are black cumin, coffee, cocoa, coriander, seeds in fruits and vegetables, and pretty much most of the spices. So... We have to know as well, the Ramah brings this down as well, that uh, kidneys that is in its regular form as Asa, and anything that's extracted or derived from kidneys. For example, you have oils and all sorts of things that come from there, so you have to worry that even though they're not the kidneys themselves, but they come from there, they could be included in there. And that's why a person has to be careful from the following of oil extracts and syrups, that come from there, for example, canola oil, chocolates and ice cream, again, I'm not saying chocolates and ice cream, but they may contain kidneys ingredients, watch out for that, corn flour, corn meal, corn oil, corn starch, corn syrup, cottonseed oil, again, these are my subject, Tomach Reikis, ask your of whether he allows them, dextrose, a glucose, um, margarine, mayonnaise, which can often contain kidneys, peanut butter, peanut oil, popcorn, rice drinks, salad dressings, and soy oil. Again, I'm not saying all of these things are kidneys, but I'm saying that some of these things have to be watched to look at the crushers certification, ask you of whether or not they do or do not contain kidneys, because some of them do, and obviously you have to be careful. I'll give you an example of other things as well. Sorbitol. Sorbitol is something which some people use as a sugar substitute. Um, it could actually come from kidneys, and a person has to be careful. Lactic acid as well. Again, we can go through many, many different things, but it's always good to ask you of in such a case whether or not these things are actually considered or not considered to be types of kidneys as well. Um, it's just interesting when we, you know, we talked about potatoes a moment, which is a surprise for many people. So it's interesting in the Chai Odom already brings down in Nachos Pesach, as well, that he says the same reason. He says that potatoes are kidneys simply because they could be ground up and mixed up like regular flour. Like we know we have potato flour. And that's what many cakes and biscuits come from. So it's interesting how that originally was going to be kidneys. We are lucky that it's not accepted. The Prima Godden, the Yavitz, the Ochashol, the Vimakiel, and Gus Moshe, Moshe Mufurish had that way. In fact, the Chavetz Chaim 
Maimed and Minig Dafka to eat potatoes on Pesach to show that they are not kidneys. And Ramosha Nigus Moshe explains why it wasn't accepted, and he says we define something as kidneys if there was a real Minig for it. And he says very interesting that kidneys dated back to the Marillas we mentioned many, many years ago. That was already in 1427. And as we know, for those of you that know history, there were, the potatoes didn't get to Europe until the 16th century, which means it was never included in the minik. It was never included in the minik of Kitnius, and that's why Moshe says no problem, that's why the Chobetz Chaim had a minik dafka to eat potatoes. Are there people that have a minik not to eat potatoes? I'm sure there are. Roiv Klaliswell do eat potatoes, and therefore there's no what whatsoever. And that's, by the way, the same reason mentioned by potatoes, many are makele to eat peanuts on Pesach, for the same reason as well. It, peanuts weren't around at the time that the minig was established in that case. And Ramosh's basic sack in this Indian was that if you have a minig not to eat peanuts, then you should keep the minig. But if you do not have a minig, you do not have a reason to take it on. It comes out, the truth is, I checked in different svarim, that most people have a minig Ashkenazim not to eat peanuts in that case. Um, again, for children, obviously we keep a makel for a choyle for sure. We keep a makel in that one problem. There's no problem with that whatsoever. And therefore you have to know what's a minig and what's an issa. We're dealing with minhagim over here, right? Kidneys are not muktza. Right, they're not mukta for Ashkenazim. Even you're allowed to give it to a child. You're allowed to even give it to a Sfadi, um, and therefore there's no problem whatsoever. Uh, we're not going into now what happens if a woman marries a Sfadi or a woman marries a man with a Vemina. You look up because Moshe Chedigimus and Mekufen and Ches, where he goes through the Indian over there. Um, okay, so in fact, I did actually hear from a dying a number of years ago that he heard from someone who heard from a very chosh of a rov, a svadi, that even svadim should be machmedi kinyas, because in the factories, they do find chomets gomu mixed up into these things. Again, I, I, I don't know if that, you know, again, every svadi should ask his own rov, and find out exactly what is and what is not, but that's pretty much... Uh, the Indian of Kitneus, again, as we said, for a child that needs it, it's not a problem. Making sure how you wash up the item. For a choyla who needs that item, obviously it's okay. Just to mention a couple of ideas. Cotton seed oil. So cotton seed oil is, 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 um, it's already, already at the time of the Mishnayis. In fact, those of you that learned Dafayomi, we're discussing it in the, in the Mishnayis right now, discussing what you're allowed to use for oils and wicks for, uh, Shabbos. So it was already around in that time. Um, so the cotton plant was known before, but cottonseed oil was uh, much, much after that. So there's a ba- basic shadow in that. Uh, I know that there are many who hold that it's okay. The reason is because it's not in its natural state. And uh, I know there are, there are people who are machmets. I don't want to get too much involved because otherwise I'm going to get a bunch of emails this afternoon from people telling me, what do you mean? He's machmet, he's machmet. So, you know, there are many who are makele on such a thing. And obviously everyone should ask their personal rov. Anybody wants to ask me, send me an email, aw.netrog.net.il. I've been getting a lot of emails on different things. So I'm happy to answer emails on personal shilas. But as a general rule, there is a machlokas about it. Palm oil. I know a lot of poiskim are maker with palm oil as well. And I know this year in particular, because of the coronavirus, situation, a lot of postings are being more makele in what to buy and what to use because not not everything is available as they are in the regular year, but obviously if things are available in the regular, like, like the regular year, then obviously a person should go with that quinoa, obviously as we know it's a major machloik, it's a shiloh in the postgame, and again, I, I do believe that everyone should ask his personal rov to ask whether or not you do or do not use them uh, quinoa in such a case. You know, there's arguments on both sides, whether it does resemble kidneys, it does not resemble kidneys, that's basically where the shiloh begins, but again, I think everyone should ask their personal rov. Okay, let's discuss a little bit about the Indian of Gebrachts. 
So it's interesting, again, for those of you that do not have this meaning, I think it's Kedai just to understand it. Where does it come from? Like, come on, it's a load of rubbish. Where does it make sense? So from the Gemara, from even Shulchan Aruch, there's no reason for a person to avoid soaking matzah in any liquid. Well, that means gabrochs. That's the basic idea of gabrochs. The idea of gabrochs is taking flour or taking matzah and... Um, and, and putting and, and putting it in liquid. So th- there are four reasons basically brought down in the poiskim why. Number one, the fl- even the matzah, right, which we know that matzah, once it's baked, cannot become chomets anymore because it's baked. But they are worried, they're concerned that there may be some flour inside the dough, which anyone that notices anyone baking matzahs, they try to poke the holes to make sure that there's no dough, there's no uh, flour in there. But again, they're khosher that maybe there's some flour in there that wasn't fully mixed. You put it into your soup, and therefore you have a problem of chomets on Pesach. Again, it's a very, 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 very far chashash that the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch were not chashash for. We're also worried that some of the kernels, uh, so contact the moisture became chomets, flour could be scattered on the finishing matzah, and kabrots can also give you sometimes confused with chomets. I'll give you an example the uh, Knesset Sakadola brought down in Simon Tov Samach Aleph, Diva Maskalenoi, brought down in the Bealocha, in the Behetiv, brings over there interesting situation. The time of the, there was a wife of one of the big Tamid Chachamim, and she wanted to fry fish. Now she normally coats fish with flour, uh, so it wouldn't stick to the pan. Obviously it's Pesach, she couldn't use flour, so she took baked matzah, baked matzah cannot come become chomets anymore, she ground it up into a fine looking flour, it's matzah meal basically what we call it, and she fried it, fried the fish in that. And that moment her neighbour came in, saw her frying fish in what she thought was flour. So she went home and she said, well, if the rabbi's wife could do that, if the wife could do that, so I also could do that, there's no reason why I can't do that. She did it with flour, because that's what she thought her neighbor did it with. Her husband came in and said, what on earth are you doing? It's Pesach. Well, so that's what the neighbor did, and that's basically what happened. So when the Chachmeh saw heard about this, they made Xerah, that no one should do this because of Maris Ayan, a person might use it and think it's flour. The of the Knesset Hagadola, and that says the Knesset Hagadola, that's the reason for the Gezeira. The Shari Tshuva, in Semen Tovsam Chalev, the Shulchan Al-Kharab, also in Sivav, brings down Shem, and the other reason that I mentioned to you, that maybe the flour inside the matzah wasn't kneaded so well, and therefore if it remains flour, it gets wet, and therefore it could become Chomets in that case. Now, so, the Shulchan Al-Kharab, by the way, who writes to be Machmes, says, never be Moich, and never protest those that are Mekel, because Yeshah Melismoich, and that's the Ika. So even the Shulchan Al-Kharab himself writes, that's the Ika, but according to that Rizal, as we know, and this is where it comes from, the Shulchan Al-Kharab over here in Graz, Sivov, look it up, brings that Rizal, that says that according to that Rizal, that you could be Machmeh, all the Chomers on Pesach, then Pshita Shiesh Lahachmeh. That's the reason why he says to be Machmeh in that case. On the last day of Yonto, the Shulchan Al-Kharab says, then, again, in Chutzlah, it's obviously not an Eretz Yisrael, the meaning is to be mekel because of Semchas Yontov and do that as well. Now, since it's a Chumrah, it's not a Halacha. Um, some posts come allowed, the Ramosha discussed this in Arachayim Chedek Gimel, Chay Odom and Kuf Chavzayin, a person is allowed to change his minig. In fact, people used to come to Rabbi Shalom and ask him, should we have this minig? He used to say, go and ask your father. So, generally, the Halacha is, Rabbi Shalom Hazamun, Rabbi Moshe, Ben L'Chumrah, Ben L'Chumrah, that a person, a woman gets married, should always follow the din of her husband. Again, whether it's the Chum or she does not need her Torah in this case. Now, um, 
Mostly this minig is kept by Hasidim, the Chovetz Chaim, the Stipler, both had a minig. In fact, the Chovetz Chaim himself was machmed, but he let his family eat gebrochts. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky didn't get gebrochts later on in his life. That's only because people get mixed up. That's because when he was younger, he went to somebody's house, they offered him something on Pesach, and he wasn't sure of that. She said, oh, he said, I can't eat because it's gebrochts. So from that moment onwards, he decided to eat only uh, non-gebrochts because of that reason. Um... Fruit juice, there's a shiloh whether or not for those people that don't eat gebrochs, if you're allowed to soak matzah in fruit juice, or is it only water? Um, many eat matzah brai, matzah brai is when you take the matzah and you put it into, uh, uh, into eggs. Many do that because it's only, it's not, it's only a mashka, an egg is not really a mashka, and therefore some people are machme from that, some people are machme even on fruit juice. Again, Everyone should follow their own chumras of their own families, because again, it is only a chumra, and that the person's minah goes with that way. Spreads, according to, even going to pretty much anyone, you're allowed to spread butter or cheese or egg onto your egg, according to the, 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 the bells of dying, the shevet, brings this down, lemaisa, there is no problem with that, okay. Now, in fact, the Vilna Goin, the Vilna Goin, just for those people that are feeling bad, like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a really good Chumrah, maybe we should do this. The Vilna Goin had a sign in his house that said the following, in this house we eat Gebrochts. In the house of Rabbi Chaim Briska, they passed around a bucket of water on Leil Haseda for everyone to dip their matzah into that water just to show that we eat Gebrochts, we have no problem whatsoever. Again, you know, the Vulnagoyen famously held that real Torah is to know what's mutter and what's asa, and whatever's mutter, you should do it. And there's no problem whatsoever. Again, okay, the Vulnagoyen was famously, you know, it's going against the Hasidim, but upon him, you know, when it comes to these things, if that's your minig, then yes, you should absolutely keep this minig. It's a chosh of a minig. It has makoris in poiskim, not in shulchan aruch and not in gemara, but definitely in poiskim. But if it's not your minig, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever to refrain from it with no chashash whatsoever. Just to mention a couple of other chumas that people have. You know, people do have a, the chayodim already brings down that of the union of not eating vegetables that are not peeled, because who knows what came on the. Uh, on the peel over there, dried fruit there, the Ramah brings in Tovstamak Zayin, not to eat dried fruit, the reason was, again this is more in those days, nowadays generally it's not done this way, is they used to use flour, to spread, to sort of sprinkle over the uh, items of fruit, before they dried it out, uh, nowadays generally most of it, especially if it's got a hackshaw, obviously it's okay, they don't use these things, but again they do, you know, you have to be careful on these things, garlic, the Primagodum famously, garlic, Tovstamak Dalit brings down not to eat garlic, because there's a Sophic Y in the Poskin Y, so the Stechemet said the reason was, just to give you some reasons for these things, is they used to soak garlic in beer. Uh, nowadays, the Chayodim brings down already that most people are making on garlic, because it has a hash, you're okay with it whatsoever, no problem whatsoever. But Moshe already discussed the Shaila of eating unwashed eggs, because the chicken feed that may contain chomets, nowadays, if you wash the egg, and some people do have a minute to wash the eggshells, um, unless you see totally that it's clean, there's no problem whatsoever. People have a minig not to mish. Mishing means I don't eat in somebody else's home or even processed foods or lend kalim to other people. You swallow kadoshim and like the Shatzin says in Tofman base that a person is careful of a masha of chomets is guaranteed he won't sin a whole year. And you have to know as well, famous, the, uh, the, the, the Arizal, as we mentioned as well, that we can be machma all the chumras over there as well. Again, chumras are chumras. Know what's me'ikadin. Know what's a chumrah. The most important thing is to keep chomets, the real me'ikadin. Once you've kept that, then we can go on to chomets. And Be'ez Hashem, next time, we'll go on in discussing in Yonim of Mechiras chomets and everything else that applies to Chodesh Nisan. Be'ez Hashem Yisbarach.